We are all unique, and how each of us moves through life by working with the unseen, spiritual parts of us looks different. If one way you access support is through books, and you haven't tried the Soulquake Survival Guide yet, today's a great day to try it before you buy it. Head to the show notes where I have a link for you to receive a free PDF of the first chapter. Enjoy the first chapter, and if you love it, you can find it on Amazon Worldwide in paperback, audio, and ebook. Your journey matters, my friend, and reviving your connection to spirit in earth-shaking times can be a game changer. Welcome to Enthusiastically Spiritual, where we share spiritual truths, spiritual stories, and spiritual tips to give you insights and a bigger picture for your spiritual journey. Hi, I'm Teresa Shantz, and I'm a spiritual seeker and enthusiast who through my life has had my cup filled up with some fun and dynamic spiritual knowledge and experiences that I'll be sharing in each episode. Join me as I dive in deep into spiritual topics and deliver them in a compact mini morsel bite to satisfy your spiritual sweet tooth starting now. Welcome to another episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. Today, I'm so excited because I'm having on a guest who is going to help you ignite your inner torch. Tiana Madeira is a social media and branding consultant who has gone deep into her spiritual growth the last four years after experiencing personal challenges she was finally ready to confront. Tiana founded Torch Podcast to help other women learn how to lead themselves, focusing on personal development in order to live a full life. This powerful soul is lighting her torch and blazing a path for others to follow. Welcome, Tiana. Well, thank you. That was a lovely intro. You you do have the best intros, I have to say. That's a, a gift you have, for sure. Well, so do you. I love your intro. Oh, thank also. you. Thank you. Yeah, it's so great to be here. Awesome. Well, and I want to congratulate you on surpassing your 40th episode for your podcast recently. Yes, we are on 42 this week now, and it's been um, it's been almost a year. So yeah, one a week every Wednesday, cranking that them out. Awesome. Congratulations on that. And I know that 40th one also kicks off your 40th birthday, which is in two days. So happy early birthday. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm a fellow, I'm a Scorpio for any Scorpios out there. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there are. <laughs> and it's somewhere in our chart. So, you know, we have that energy somewhere in our chart. It may not hit us directly with our planets or whatever, but, you know, we all, we all feel it for sure. Well, you know, I really want to talk to Tiana about the cycle you're in, because in the work that I do, we really focus somewhat on cycles and the spiritual aspect of each one. So I wanted to kind of just dive a little bit into the cycle you're currently in, which is called the cycle of evaluation. It definitely feels like that. And it goes from the age of 35 mm-hmm. to 42. So uh, I know that, you know, you're starting a new decade, the 40s, which is awesome. 40s are amazing. But this cycle is a really, um, it's a really big one because you're really asking questions like, you know, where have I been in my life? How do I plan to spend the rest of my life from now on? Why am I doing what I'm doing? And also it's a lot about, you know, beliefs. Like, what do I really believe in moving forward in what I want to do for the rest of my life? So how do you relate to any of that? Because it's, it's a pretty juicy cycle for sure. It is the juiciest. I can, it's the juiciest. It's crazy. Actually, my, my mother suggested that I read passages um, because we align in some ways. Like I, I was, I 
got divorced like five years ago. So I was like 36, 35, 36. Um, and she divorced at 40 and took like a month off and went to Ireland by herself, you know, just rented a car and went. And she's like, you have to read this book. Like you're in that time. Um, yeah. And I feel like I'm in it. And I'm, I so appreciate you bringing that up because it just confirms that I have to, um, welcome it really open-heartedly because when I do have those questions of, oh my God, you know, I've had 39 years where I could have saved more. I could have done this differently. I could have had kids sooner. It's like, whoa, 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 take it easy. Take it easy. This is the process. Now, now we really begin to do, you know, uh, put the, how do you say, move our sleeves up and get dirty and really decide like, what, (laughs) what should I focus on? And what to prioritize so that the things that I do decide I really want in my life, how do I make them come into fruition? Right, definitely. And also the time where, um, you know, you're not looking for the people outside of you, but more inward. And also yeah. dealing with those yeah. feelings that maybe you haven't really dealt with in the last few decades of, you know, of whatever you've gone through with your journey. Yeah. So let's see, I'm 30, I'm 40 now, pretty, let's just be honest. I'm 40 now. So um, let's see, I think... Yeah, you know, after my, I would say my divorce and uh, was a big one because, mm-hmm. you know, he, okay, sorry. Um, well, yeah, so when I was about 35, oh, I guess 36, 37, whatever that was five years ago, I, I left my ex-husband and we were together three years and you know, it was, it dawned on me one day I was in the shower and I just fell apart because I realized, oh my God, all the things that I was holding against him were all inside me. And that just steamrolled me. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard to digest. Um, and I ended up really focusing on my career. The four years ago is when it really started. And, and in, in my career journey, I also spent a lot of time in solitude. I lived in Southern Oregon where, um, there's really not, not a lot of social life going on, which was a good thing. And it was a place where I could, you know, make my own money, save a lot of money, uh, focus on me, and then really put my energy, my creative energy in work. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, those, that's the time when I really started asking all these questions and, and really saying like, listen, if I, if I don't change now, I'm going to end up with someone like my ex-husband. So why, why divorce him in the first place? You know, if I'm going to stay at that level, whatever that was, why, why leave, why leave and be in pain? Might as well just suck it up and stay. But I'm like, no, I have to figure this out because I don't want to go back and I don't want to stay where I am. I want to go forward. So I read a lot of books. I did, I listened to a lot of podcasts, hiked a lot, And then I would say a year and a half ago, I felt this overwhelming feeling and I can't even explain what it was. It was just like this angst and anxiety and like just, there was no specific thought. It was just a very overwhelmed feeling. Mm -hmm. And I went to to YouTube and I, I don't even know how I found this video, but it was basically Oprah and Gary Zukav, who is the creator of Seat of the Soul Institute, but he also wrote Seat of the Soul over 25 years ago. and. I'm like, I kind of get what he's saying. And I just like, my soul just was like, this is what you need, even though you can't rationally understand what's going on. Like, this is what you need. And it was the first time ever that I invested in myself that heavily. I mean, it wasn't that expensive, the the retreat, but I've, you know, I'll go on trips or I'll 
pay, I'll buy myself something, but I've never said, okay, I'm going to put, you know, some money into my development. And so that was a commitment and it was an investment that I, I have never regretted. And that was, um, summer of 2019. Um, and that changed everything. It kind of flipped my script a little bit, but, but as you're saying, I am in this period right now where now that I feel more woke, as they say, uh, Mm -hmm. I notice more things. Mm -hmm. And because of that, sometimes the pain is heavier, you know, and the questions feel heavier and you're like, Oh my God, when will this end? Um, but I have tools now that kind of help guide me. And so in your life and in your business, how has your unfoldment spiritually really um, interacted with your business and what you're doing? Oh, Lord. You know, it's um, I whenever I interview people or if, whenever I'm interviewed, I feel more connected to the person and I don't have fears come up. So Gary does this training of authentic power and you're either expressing your energy from fear or from love and from fear can come superiority, inferiority, caretaking, blaming, judgment, all these things that create negative consequences. And I've noticed that um, I could be easily triggered by somebody because I'm insecure in something, you know, so like I could wake Mm -hmm. up, feel very, very confident, but just one silly little thing, the way a woman wears her dress, I'm like, all of a sudden that makes me insecure. It's it's crazy. And so I noticed that those things don't happen anymore. So I could really connect to people and, and not that I wasn't able to before, but I'm able to see them as a fellow soul that just really wants to love and be loved just as much as I do. And so I don't have, I'm not as triggered by people being themselves anymore. And that has allowed me to accept them. And like the judgment, I was such a judgy person. I don't know if you've read, um, Gabby Bernstein's uh, Judgment Detox, I think it's. No, called. I haven't. But it, sounds it was a great. It was a good book. I mean, it didn't. It didn't change me. It made me think about it. But through the work I've done with Gary, I've really re- reduced the judgment towards people. Where now I, I have this love that I've never felt before, and people like people are beautiful to me. Where before I'm like, oh look, you know, she's got this or he's got that, and now I'm like, oh my god, they're they're beautiful. And I, there's a part of my brain, the old brain, that's thinking. How funny! Two years ago, you wouldn't have you would have not even thought that your filter was so distorted. So I, it's like light in my filter, and I could see directly and clearly now. Yeah, what comes to me too is that it seems like you've embraced yourself and your inner love, and then that just permeates out. Because I'm really a big comp- um, proponent of like attracts like. So whatever yeah. I'm going through inside, I'm going to attract that. It's like a mirror, right? So. That's what kind of comes to me about, you know, really expressing yourself through where you're at right now in your life versus where you're mm-hmm. at maybe five years ago or four years ago or maybe even two years ago. You're the constant change. Yeah. And what's really helped me too is being uh you know, challenge my challenging myself by being more vulnerable. So being more I mean, and it's interesting because I could feel it in my body when I'm about to be vulnerable because it's new for me in, in a certain way that I could feel that there's some fear in my body as if I would get rejected. And that's where the fear is like, oh, don't share this. They might judge you. And now I'm like, you know, all I know is like, I want close connections and you can't have close connections if you don't risk anything. If, you know, if you're just always holding back and, and it shouldn't even feel like a risk. It's like, this is who I am. This is, 
these are my, like what I love too, Gary Zukov calls it frightened parts or loving parts. He says like, it's not a frightened part is not you. It's a, it's a personality in you, but it's not who you are. And so that helped me embrace these fears I have, but acknowledge that they are not me. So I could kind of like, you know, Buddha with Mara, like having tea with Mara, where he understands it's a part of him, but it's actually like, you know, the, like a friend to the side. It's not really a part of who he, it's not his essence. And, um, I've, I've learned like the judgments and stuff. It's okay to, um, acknowledge that that's a part of me, but it's not how I have to show up and I don't have to believe, believe those things. So in, in business, it's helped me really connect and not feel superior or inferior, which were, could have been old triggers that I've had where, you know, I thought I knew more or I thought I didn't know enough. And both of those things would have me show up in a more reactive state. And so Mm -hmm. because of that, I can now, like, I enjoy everyone I speak with and I'm like, it blows my mind. Sometimes I'll do an interview and like, there's this old part of the brain will be like, oh, wow, you wouldn't have, you would have thought X, Y, Z, uh, five years ago or three years ago and look, okay. look how you're doing it now. So those are moments that I really hold on to. Oh, without a doubt. And so talk, talk a little bit about your self-sabotage retreat that you offer. Yeah. So I want to do more of those for sure. Uh, right now you could sign up for, for them on, on the site, um, on torchpodcast.com. There's, I think a webinar link on, on the top or something or events. And I put a worksheet together. I worked with a, a life coach that I'm really close with, and she's done an amazing work. She's She's been licensed for a few years now, and she's been working with clients. And I really wanted to offer something to my online community that gives us a, a time to break from the mayhem. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to focus on something a little deeper as a, as a Scorpio, I like to go very deep. Um, oh, and I, oh Lord. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I got to chill, but this is just who I am. So that's mm-hmm. just what everybody gets. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's been interesting. I, I had, you know, journaling is really important to me and that's what I started four years ago that really started helping me shift. Um, and so I incorporated journaling in the process and I made it a plan where, um, I think it started in October or whatever month we started it in. Um, it was like a month long thing with a worksheet so that it helped, it helped the women try to hold themselves accountable. Um, and it's tricky because, you know, self-sabotage can also self, you could self-sabotage the self-sabotage seminar where (laughs) you don't wake up and journal. And so I didn't want that being extra pressure on the women. So we talked about that too, of like, notice how, you might, how, what negative thoughts come to your mind when you don't journal that day. And like, Mm -hmm. and, and the beauty is like, not just noticing it then, but like, how do you do that to other like parts of your life? Right. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's really changed me too spiritually overall is like, oh, wow, I was triggered by that person, but, and look how I showed up and how do I do that in other aspects? And that's when your mind is blown. You're like, wow, this growth thing is, has something to it. Um, but yeah, the seminar or yeah, the, the workshop we did was really great. I want to do another one, um, plan a larger one for next year at some point. And it was really, um, it fed my soul in so many ways because it, it's, you know, some of the women I knew and some, I had no idea who they were. Mm -hmm. And one or two were referred by a friend who saw it on Instagram. And 
And everyone felt comfortable to really share what their problems were and saying, yeah, I notice, you know, I work all day and I come home and I have 10 things and I never do one and I feel bad. So I keep never doing them. And then that list of 10 turns into 50. So we talked about, you know, how is that a pattern? Can, can we, you know, flipping the, the, the script of like, why don't you just do one a day? Like don't, cause I do that where I'll put too many things on my plate. I create overwhelm basically on purpose. Like there's this frightened part in me that wants to overwhelm me to keep me down and keep me small. And I have to fight that urge. My loving side has to be like, this is not what I want in my life. So, you know, it could be childhood trauma. It could be a million things of why we do these things. But, um, what I've learned too, is a lot of it comes from just the lack of self-worth of just right. being like, am I, am I worthy of this? And it, what's so ridiculous is you would think, well, why, what would chores have to do with my self-worth? And I'm like, it crazily enough a lot. I mean, everything we do is, is, is a reflection of how we feel about ourselves. Um, so the self-sabotage topic was really interesting. I've seen it play out in my life. I've seen it affect friends that just, they're just stuck and it, it breaks my heart, you know, and I, I would love to try to shift more mindsets if I can. So you've been offering this online. You did a webinar. Yeah. Like, just this October 2020? Was it? I, it, was a, it was a few months ago. Yeah, we did. Um, I, I do want to offer more for sure. Yeah. And yeah, I don't, great. and I think it will look differently because in the future, we're going to start doing like torch summits where it will be, you know, you sign up and there'll be like a two, three day thing with multiple women teaching certain things. And then there'll be me guiding like self-sabotage specific with like worksheets and um, just to, so everyone has some support, you know. Aside right, right. from the phone calls and stuff, yeah. So it sounds to me like you're you're offering in the world of service that you're starting to be more spiritual and you're starting to really work deeper with people versus you know the media and the branding consultant and other aspects of what you do in the, the regular world. Yeah, I would love to. I mean, social media and digital marketing's been my thing for so many years. Um, so I'm. It's just something that's easy for me because I've just done it for so long that I, and I enjoy it cause I'm creative and I love producing things. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I'm good at it. So it's something I can do that I can offer clients of rebranding and putting together social media, digital marketing, uh, campaigns. And I was actually thinking the other day of like, well, you know, how can I, maybe I could do that for other spiritual teachers too. So I could still do the marketing, but maybe just open it up to a more spiritual audience. Yeah, that sounds great. And can you find yeah. out about you on TorchPodcast.com or is there another website where you do your actual media and branding consulting? Right now, everything's at TorchPodcast.com. Um, and, you know, you, people can contact me through like the clients I've gotten have been people that I've known or like uh, referrals. So I don't really have like a site that talks mm -hmm. about me as a marketing person. But but like whoever follows me on social knows that that's what I've been doing. Um but yeah, I need to start doing like a landing page explaining more of what I can offer. Without a doubt, because everything I've seen that you've been on has been amazing. I mean, oh, like really you. full of energy and oh yeah, just really, I love the color to you. So you really have a knack for, for bringing forth really, you know, your essence, your like brand soul essence into your pictures and into what you do. Cause it's really cool, Tiana. Thank you. Yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, so let's let's talk about the most important message you'd like to leave the listeners today for who you are as a soul and what you're here to share and be of service with, service with in the world. Well, so ki kind of 
hugging the idea of self-sabotage, what I've, the biggest takeaway thing for me, because we could get into a million things. I I could talk for hours about just all this, all these topics, but um, the concept of being busy, you know, like I, I feel like everyone's very, very good at being busy. You know, we can be busy with our kids, busy, uh, complaining, busy gossiping, busy eating, busy drinking, watching TV, so being on social media, listening, over listening to or consuming any form of content. Um, you know, we're busy being busy. And I think that the biggest takeaway is like catch yourself with one thing. Like you could be busy with five things and to not overwhelm you. It's like, what is that one thing you tend to really be busy about? And before you do that or while you're doing it, just be like, well, what am I, what am I avoiding right now? What is it that I'm so afraid to feel? Cause the biggest thing for me is when uh-huh. I've had those moments and I have those feelings, I always tell them, I always tell myself after I have had them like, oh, look, I felt that and I didn't die. Like I'm capable. Like, why was I running from this? Why was I busy for so long? I was running from this mm-hmm. feeling that that's it. And so the more that I confront those feelings by not being busy, the less gra- gra- um, grip they have on my life and the less busy I actually want to be. So it's like this amazing, perfect cycle where it doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel possible, but you know, as you start feeling these things more and noticing when you're busy and trying to distract yourself, the more that you just let it go and accept like, this is what I'm doing right now. Why am I doing it? You feel it and you start understanding yourself more and more. And then you stop wanting to pursue things outside. So uh, like for me, I I get really intense on anything I do. I'm like OCD, very hyper-focused person. And I have to watch myself of like, oh, am I binge consuming social media right now? Or am I posting productively? And I have to have those moments with myself. Mm -hmm, So it's just, you know, little things that we do like that, they creep up on us and they become habits and they take us away from things that we really want to do in our lives. Without a doubt. And I know for myself and this, well, this podcast is obviously called Enthusiastically Spiritual. So I am super excited about, you know, doing my spiritual work in the world, sharing with others, and clearly, you are passionate also about lighting that torch and keep it going and helping others really ignite their torch and hold that torch on, you know, high up too, right? Yes. every We can all do it. Everybody can do it. I'm so excited. Without a doubt. Awesome. Well, thank you, Tiana, so much for coming on today. And you can find Tiana on, of course, TorchPodcast.com. Yeah. Instagram is the biggest for sure. Tiana Picks, P-I-X, like Pixel, and uh, Torch Podcast. That's that's where you'll find me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for coming on today, Tiana. It's been a pleasure. What a fun episode that was. And if you enjoyed it, please don't forget to subscribe. Now my podcast is on every Wednesday, as well as if you'd like to leave a review, I would so appreciate it. So again, until next time, please remember that life is too short to not be enthusiastic about your unique journey. Believe it or not, when you arrived back for another life, you were enthusiastic to be here. If you've lost that enthusiastic feeling, well, there's a way to reawaken it. It's by embracing a bigger spiritual picture of your life as a soul and igniting the feeling of spiritual freedom within. So if you are ready and needing some more enthusiastic mojo for your life, follow the link in the show notes where you can access a free video series created by the Wayshowers College and start recapturing the enthusiasm you have within for your unique journey.